day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The black is As the Stinger says, this is Blade Job episode 32. We're very happy to have you listening to us. My name is Steve Carley. I am the co-host of this wonderful podcast. With me today, as always, is Eric Marshick. Yes. A very sleepy, hungover Eric Marshick. I'm a little tired tonight. I don't know. Yeah. I really haven't done shit just today. Just hungover. That's, yeah. I left the apartment one time today. Was that I, to let me into the apartment? No. Okay. So, yeah. I guess that's too, technically, <laughs> was that, my body wasn't all outside. your head so. outside. <laughs> no, I went to uh, I went to get Jimmy John's. So, that was pretty much it. That sounds good, too. I might do that later. I got a new wallet. So, I had to go pick that up. So, the, the Rite Aid by me, by right down the road here, mm-hmm. they have a thing now where if you, you can have your Amazon packages delivered there. And you can go pick it up there. Why would why not just have it come to your house? I thought that it would take a while, so I did it that way just to try it out. And then it was supposed to deliver yesterday, and then it didn't. So then they finally got delivered today, so I had to go get it. I wouldn't okay. do it again. But next time it's going to happen. Don't understand here. that. Okay. It was a trial. It was a testing thing. All right. Okay. Over it. All right. I'm with you. Eric, what are we talking about today? We're going back to a movie, Steve. We're That's going right. back to... Remember those? It's been yeah. a bit. It's been we a bit. could have probably planned this better because the movie we're covering is called The Mutilator aka fall break we didn't know it was called fall break until we put it on <laughs> but it would have been more appropriate for a fall movie that was confusing but maybe this is a good because podcasts are escapism maybe this is yeah. like ah it makes me think of fall well it's because yeah i'm kind of over nice. summer right now i could go for fall i'm so very over very hardcore so i'm ready for fall not for what comes after that but let's just you know so if, if, it's, if the film if you know if you're expecting you know if you really are into fall and you thought this was going to be a fall break you know Listen to it later, I guess. I don't fucking care. You know, if this is going to really take you out of it that it's 80 degrees out, we're, we're talking about fall break, and get bent, you know? I don't know. This podcast also isn't going anywhere, so you don't have to listen to it right now. But if you're, if you're going to put it on hold, at least give us a review, right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, what am I drinking today? I am drinking tall grass out of, uh, where the fuck was it? From Manhattan, Kansas. 8-bit pale ale. So, you know, it's pretty good. Actually, it's not bad at all, really. I'm kind of... Usually the beers that I have here are not great, but this is pretty good. You usually give me shit about beers, and look at what you did. I'm not drinking beer tonight because you hurt my feelings over well, the past that, 30 episodes. You're, that, because you're you're hungover from your weekend wedding, so not yeah. you getting married, though. No, but I did not you're get married. You're married to the podcast. Like I, I yep, am. I did not get married. <laughs> so other than other than the movie today, we're just going to be talking about uh, fall... Do I, do I keep calling it? Because it was originally called Fall Break. That is like the official name of the That's movie. The, that was the title card of the movie was Fall Break. That was the official name until it the was, VHS it was release. Yeah. yeah. So then it was it, for marketing reasons. I'm assuming because Fall Break is not a uh, horror movie aesthetic, you know? Yeah. And I actually got this movie confused. I thought that this was a, there's another movie because we'll get into it, but there's a, there's kind of like a fishing theme around this movie. And I kind of thought this was a movie called Bloodhook, which uh, a different movie about a f- killer fisherman. <laughs> we'll cover that maybe at some other point too. But <laughs> stay tuned for that, or don't. I don't. Who knows at this point? But yeah. Um, oh, we're getting a little thunder outside too. This is a spooky blade job. Yeah, this is scary. Legit scary. Um, I fucking hate storms at night. Why? I just you get scared. It's not that I get scared. It's that I'm I'm laying in bed. And I'm like, just about to fall asleep, and then wham, lightning strike. I'm awake now. And then I'm about to fall asleep, bam, lightning strike. I think it's comforting. Uh, Yeah, well, you and everybody else, but it's not for me. Okay. For the record, to be be clear, I'm not scared of him. (laughs) Please don't think that. I'm not scared. It's fine, Steve. I just get distracted by the the freaking flashes. All right. Okay. Steve's not scared of them. But I want that on the record right now. (laughs) So you want to start with kind of some, some... uh, Overall VHS thoughts? collection oh, shit. Yeah. Or do you want to start with a uh, recent shit we watched? Uh, what did I watch? What do you want to talk about? <sighs> when it comes to like horror, I haven't really watched anything. No, I was, well, like, let's just go here. We both finally saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sure, Once Upon we can a talk Time about in that. dot 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 Hollywood. Yeah, and what's your what's your kind of what was your take on it? You're a Tarantino head. I guess. I mean, I mean, okay. Well, I'll hear. Here's what I'll say. Before I saw this, I told myself, there's no way in hell... Wait. Oh, I thought I heard my my neighbors having sex. Um, th- th- that's the one who screams a lot. Anyway, um, so when I, before I saw this, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I thought to myself, there's no way in hell Tarantino can ever make a movie half as good as Inglorious Bastards. No. And I thought to myself, well, maybe this movie will top it. Uh, it doesn't top it. It's, it's good. It's good. I like it a lot. 
I liked it a lot too. I like it a lot for the, a lot of the reasons why a lot of people don't like it is because it's a bonafide hangout movie. Yeah, like it's, it's a, a it's, hangout movie. You there, you go there for the characters. You're not there's not really much of a plot at meanders. You know, it's kind of how yeah. it goes in Hollywood. Um, but I, you know, that's what I like about it. It's there for the characters. You know, I, I know like a, one of the a big classic example of a hangout movie is Howard Hawks is uh, Rio Bravo from '59. Whoa! So, which I actually own on John on Wayne. No, I actually, I'm that. sorry. Yeah, absolutely, 100 percent John Wayne. Jesus, 100 percent John Wayne. Dean Martin, I think so. Oh, anyway. Oh. So yeah, I mean, I like that aspect of it. You know, I mean, I, I, it's definitely one of Tarantino's sweetest movies. Yeah, so that was my kind of thing. It was, it was a very like a warm kind of like, almost like uh, yeah, think, like like a, like a little like cute little love letter to Hollywood from Tarantino. Like it was, it had like really cutesy moments. I feel like it. Had. I never really understood the whole idea of calling this a love letter to Hollywood. This Maybe movie, not a love letter this, to this Hollywood. It's all about Hollywood treating Leo DiCaprio's character poorly. But it reminded me kind of of like what I think, uh, like Tarantino thought of like, kind of like someone like a Clint Eastwood back in the day of Hollywood. Sure. I mean, you're not you're, you are far, far, far from the only person who's mentioned it being a love letter to Hollywood. But it just seems to me like Hollywood's not a good thing in this movie. It's no, you know, this movie's all about you know his uh Rick, Rick Dalton and being you know kind of a wash up has been and Hollywood treating him as such. Yeah. So it's odd to me that this would be like a, a love letter. To, I mean, unless I don't know what the hell a love letter is, but I just no. always weird, thought that was a weird thing to say about it. But. Well, I think it's just Tarantino having fun with what he... Like, it's a very fun kind of alternate history type movie. Well, he's he's matured a lot. You know, he's what, I think 60 years old now? I think he's like 60. So like he's uh, he's getting old. You know, he's, he's a changed man than he was back, you know, Reservoir Dogs days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, this is the first movie to ever have Leo and Brad Pitt act together in a movie. Like, out of any movie ever. Ever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That, that is a fact that is not mentioned much, but I feel like it's Brad pretty Pitt important. Was Brad Pitt was... Brad Pitt kind of... Brad Pitt kind of killed it. Well, he's a, you know, he's a bonafide movie star. He's one like of our that. last movie stars, you know? Um, he takes his shirt off. I know a lot of women like to objectify him by mentioning that, and I always think that's, like, ironic, but whatever. He's very good in the movie. Other than that, yeah, I mean, I... I know the ending, a lot of people are mad just because of how it ends, which, of course, this is a hangout movie, so it's not going to be some, like, you know, some, what do you call it, a very satisfying conclusion. I thought the ending was fine. It's a slice of life it was of these of two actors. It doesn't need to have, like, a perfect resolution, right? It kind of had, like, all this stuff that is just kind of, it almost feels kind of like a safe Tarantino movie. Like, he kind of just did everything he does really well, yeah. but just, like, no, nothing really, no real uh, writing the book, rewriting, you know. Rewritten anything crazy? Like he's just kind of doing him. Well, I like I like his kind of revisionist history movies. Yeah, kind of, you know? I like, like the way that he's like *Inglorious Bastards* in that sense. I mean, you because I mean, well, yeah. Like if you've seen *Inglorious Bastards*, like and even uh, *Django Unchained*, like you know exactly how this movie's, you know, how what the climax of the movie's gonna well, be. Well, yeah, like. but I thought that it was actually. I mean, it was a, kind of a twist, though. Are we? Is this a spoiler? Are we? Are we spoiling things? Or are we just gonna give like a? When will this? This will drop. Yeah, probably a month after it's been out. I think we can yeah. spoil it. So, I mean, I knew going in, I was like, there's no way in hell that it's not going to turn the whole Manson murders thing on its head, right? I mean, I knew that. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, you know, there were, of course, the way they, they set it up in all real, in real time about the whole day of the massacre and all that. And there are times where you think, well, are they going to have him actually like, murder yeah, Sharon Tate? Is they actually going to show Sharon Tate killed? No, like, would Tarantino do it? That fucking one scene, though, at the end, you know, where, yeah, where they're all getting fucking slaughtered. Like, that's, of course, that for me. I'm like, this is the Tarantino I know and love. That was fun. That's so fucking Cause great. Because honestly, up until too. then, I was kind of like, where is this going? And then that happened, and I was just like, okay, this is probably the end of the movie. And sure like enough, it, it was. I like it because of the whole thing is while Brad Pitt is stoned off of an acid cigarette. That's fucking great. Yeah, I didn't know if that, I mean, I don't know much about psychedelics, but does that work? Do you have to, I think if you just put the cigarette in your mouth, you get the acid. Does the lighting it on fire do anything different? I mean, obviously, the acid in the 60s is very different from the acid now, I assume. That's so true. I really don't know the answer to that one, but. Well, no, it's a good. I, I just, I, you know, I don't go see a lot of movies in theaters, as you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal for me. Breaks um, my heart. I enjoyed it though. I went and saw a three-hour movie in the theater, Steve. It wasn't it was three, three hours. hours. It was two. It was like two and a half hours. It's two and a half. Yeah. Um, I liked nice. it more than Midsummer. That's fair personally. enough. Which is roughly the same same length too. Funny enough. But it felt like a whole day longer. <laughs> <laughs> fuck so. audition though so but fuck audition still better than audition right yeah. right eric yeah no definitely better than audition 
good. I'm glad. Even well, no, I mean, well, hold we're on. You're, about, you're, about what's about time or midsummer? <laughs> you you already said it. Doesn't matter. What we're talking about. Don't worry about it. Um, what, I'm trying to think of things, things, things that I saw. I mean, I saw the farewell, but that's a whole. That's ir- irrelevant to Blade Job, but go see the farewell if you if it's playing it's, around I heard here. it's lovely. I don't know. I don't it know is, if I'll see it. That, that is a, it seems I like mean, a, I would not expect you to. No, I'll see it maybe if it hits Prime Video or something. Lovely is a very good return for that, though. Very nice. It is a lovely movie. Uh, Other than that, I mean, I'm still just counting on the minutes until fucking It Chapter 2. You yeah. Know? I'm just... I'm, that's in what? Like, that's in probably three weeks now? Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, I kind of just like, wish it was coming out around Halloween. It is odd that it's like September sixth. You yeah, know, it is I, odd. I just, I, you know, it is I mean, because it, it, it actually it came out. It's coming out two days to the day. I'm sorry, two years after to the day after the first one, mm. which is okay. interesting. Is that meaningful to anything? I don't know. No, I just, I just, you know, it's just weird. You know, okay. it's not often a movie comes out on the same day. You know, as this yeah. is the you know, the prior movie of it, but. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that's really all. I I know that apparently scary stories to tell in the dark is great. Well, it's it's getting mixed, but I, people who like it love it a lot. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty good. I've and heard then, that it's fun. That it's movie a, Ready or Not, I want to see now. Apparently, fucking slaps. Yeah, I heard that's good too. I I heard, to it looks kind of like Clue. Yeah, it's like Clue uh, with more murder. Well, like, yeah. well, more murder. I guess. So that looks fun. Again, though, I don't really care to see it in theaters. <laughs> I'll go know. see it alone then. I'm kind of interested. Well, if you go to see it, let me know because I I mean I feel like. You don't go see a lot of horror movies, so I I will accompany you. Yeah, I was going to say, if I like go, that. I'm going to bring you with me. Yes. So we'll see it. Imagine it's fucking easy shit. If, if you listen to this and you don't live in, Detroit, in, the, in the metro Detroit area and you don't have Imagine theaters by you, fucking, that sucks for I you, dude. I didn't see Once Upon a Time in the West at Imagine. Where'd you see it? Or uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw it at MJR. Troy. Uh, did you clap? What? Did you do the clap? No. Oh, Hell no. Steve, that's, come on. That's all I know about that theater that's is that's the what? clap. I've, been, I've seen maybe clip. three movies of that theater chain, MJR. Anyway. I even had a cocktail during it. It was lovely. Boy, is a ballsy move. Why? Really? You had alcohol during a two and a half hour long movie? Yeah. You're, you're stronger than I am. I had a, I had a whiskey, Coke. It okay. Was, um, it wasn't like chugging beers. Back in twenty January of 2015, I saw fucking uh, Unbroken, the Louis Zamperini movie. Yeah. Incredible book, shitty movie. Anyway, I got a big... Was like a twenty ounce Sam Adams. My first, only my first time ever doing that. I had to leave to piss three different times during the movie. Luckily, the movie sucks. So I don't care at all. But boy, I went to the Sam Adams Brewery in Boston. It was did you? Nice I tried to fun. go to that when I was, was there. Fun. It was fun. I, I couldn't do it because it was raining all day and I couldn't get to it. Well, um, what else do we? I don't. We don't have an outline this episode, so we're kind of just. Yeah. So what else do we do when we do, do these parts? Um, any purchases you did? I mean, oh I, my I, well, god, I, I, I had rented. A, I had some scores, but go ahead. I'm just. I rented it to just rewatch it again. I have to watch. Uh, I have to watch it. I'm, still. Re- I, I'm gonna rewatch it too soon. It's fucking fantastic. Um. So yeah, I, I had some good scores over the. Tell weekend. me about it, man. Some tape scores. Um. Well, if, I I found a you know decent copy of Pet Cemetery. I didn't have that. Picked it up. Uh, really Twilight bu- Zone movie again. Picked it up. You know, just, those are kind of the basics. I love a good movie that reminds me of Child Death. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Did you ever read the book Pet Cemetery? No. The book sucks ass. The like book is, uh, is legitimately terrible. But the big finds of the of the of the week, uh, maybe like a couple weeks ago, I found, uh, which I thought this would be actually more common to find, but it's pretty hard to find. Even on eBay, like it was going for like thirty bucks, and I found it for way less than that. Good copy of The Wicker Man, original. Never seen it. Um, not the bees, right? No, that, that no, isn't the original. That's, that's the, a remake. That's not, yeah, this is the one you with know like, what? Christopher Lee. I think I saw the remake. Christopher Lee. Um, Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher Lee. Really? Christopher Lee was yep. that? Huh. Um, it's bees. very good, you know. And, you know, it's going to kind of wash that midsummer taste out of my mouth when I pop that in. And um, and then another one, which I had never seen before, and I, I'm really um, a big fan of these, uh, the boxes of the Thorn EMI. It's a... Uh, it's like an HBO subsidiary. They have really, really just like sturdy clamshell boxes mm-hmm. instead of the shitty cardboard sleeves. It's this movie called Spasms, a.k.a. Spasms. Death Bite. <laughs> I um, like Death Bite. That's nice. Featuring a recently departed Peter Fonda, which I Steve just broke the news before this episode. I did not realize he had died. And He's Oliver dead. Reed. Um, but it's about like a giant snake. It's like a giant. It's like a monster movie, kind of giant snake, but it also is the reason why it's fucking crazy. Is it's a giant snake, but it's also like possessed by a satanic cult, 
and then Oliver Reed's character is somehow telepathically controlling the snake. So it's like snakes in a plane. If the pheromones, yeah, but the snake is like as big as like this. It's like an anaconda viper thing. Shit, dude, and it's actually kind of gory. It was pretty fun. I feel like the anaconda movies aren't as violent as they should be. But they are fun though. What I'm saying is, I feel like in those. I think so. Yeah, I I feel like this was probably. I mean, I you know, this is also. I should also say this is from like 1980. It's old as fuck. And it kind of is more of a 90s movie, right? Yeah. But yeah, spasms. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we'd ever cover it on the show. I mean, I would love to cover it at some point, some kind of animal attack movie. I don't know how many gory ones there really are, though. But yeah, it was fun. And it was a good find. And I just love those boxes. So those are kind of my finds for the week. But yeah, Wicker Man, um, I didn't realize how rare it really was. But Is it rare? I don't know. I'm wondering if it's because it was like a UK movie. It's just maybe it's not as common in the u.s really I, I don't know though because i feel like it's a popular movie so I, I i just i found it i usually like to look up ebay prices after the fact to see kind of to see if, if i overpaid ri- if to see, I, yeah to see if you got ripped off yeah and it, you know i actually got it for like ten dollars than it's usually going for but yeah it's i i saw some that were selling for like 35 bucks damn wow so. what a deal what a so, steal yeah, those are my updates yeah, because you know, I don't buy movies on Blue. I just don't buy movies anymore. No, Except for, I like don't. I bought Do the Right Thing on Criterion. That was an obvious pick, and I, then I got Titanic. So those are the two like only movies that I bought in years. Ooh, okay. You're a Criterion boy. Um, sort of. I only have like four of them, which I guess is like not. You know, it's all, I've only had four of them, okay. but I there's not really many more I would rather I care to buy. Like okay. Do the Right Thing is like one of my favorite movies of all time. So I was, sure. I've been waiting for that Criterion for like five years. So yeah, so I have it. Came out July thirty first. So God bless. what else? I mean, I guess we can talk about some news. I mean, now there's not a ton of news. I mean, we just wrapped up it's... SummerSlam and NXT. Yeah. Honestly, I was kind of disappointed by the NXT show. I know we talked about it last episode. The the Gargano Cole match. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It had a steel cage and shit, but oh, I did, it did not compare to some of the other ones that huh. I've seen. So, damned. I don't know. That's just Bummer. my take. Um, what's some other wrestling news? Uh, um, oh, fucking, uh, <laughs> um, I'm drawing oh, a blank on his name. It. The the G1 winner, um, congrats to you. <laughs> I'm stalling, Steve. Please continue with something. Uh, this this goes name. out to our Blade Driver of the Week. Did recently see oh, Jeffrey yeah, Epstein? Yeah, we, can, we no, can do I'm the Blade Driver of the Week, too. I was joking. That was, that was for a joke. I made a bad joke. Um... Oh, Kota Ibushi. Congrats. Um, You won the G1 Climax. I don't know much about New Japan. I keep saying I'm going to get more better at it, but it's literally a different language, and I can't keep up with it. So sorry, but not sorry. There it is. What do you say, Steve? Pound dirt? Pound sand. Pound sand. Pound sand, buddy. um, But yeah, our Blade Driver of the Week is actually a wrestler, too. Um, I showed Steve earlier. SummerSlam, we saw the introduction of Bray Wyatt's new fiend character i really liked it what, what was your take steve was it that savini mask I, you I only like, saw a brief part of it i mean i only saw a minute long video of it but i like the um the slipknot style fucking mask for yeah it. He, he just needed that one that that tilt the head tilt yeah. a little bit he's got corey, he, he wrestles in the mask too which is who's, pretty fun who's the main corey corey um ty, t- or corey taylor taylor nailed it yeah, corey taylor. I'm, I'm, I'm not even that was never a big slip now guy no but. i like corn better <laughs> really <laughs> pick between the backwards two. k yeah Turn but yeah on. so our blade job of the week bray wyatt um welcome check back it out if you haven't seen it um he's welcome back. Be, he's kind of um also why is the blade job of the week is because uh mothers are just clutching their pearls saying he's too scary for their child's wrestling experience and I, and I also said pound sand to that see i'm i'm torn on that because it, one i'm i support mothers having their young kids be exposed to wrestling at an early age yes <laughs> but also pound sand because that's i'm, I'm assuming the kids would fucking love that well the him, kids are getting know? scared i guess oh, but it's like no gorilla and then the, the, the moms break. are you know this is the whole society where they're like if we all petition wwe will change it but wwe is saying pound sand so show them benoit's story and show them what, what real fucking irl drama is all about I mean, when i was a kid enough. kane was scary well, so he, like he's you still know, scary so bray wyatt being scary i think it's fine like you can give your kids a little scary it's tv pg be a parent 
if you're if you're gonna wasn't it was it was it, it was it was it lucha underground that was that tvma or some yeah shit? that shit was well that was that tv was 14 they got in trouble for not being tvma because <laughs> that that three that levels of hell or yeah. hell on earth match was just that i like that in the archives dante fox versus uh kill shot check it out first that was our first uh blade job essential match that's that right. we like did a deep dive on. So. That's right. God bless. It's good times. And now we're talking about a Blade Job Essential movie. And uh, I, this is essential, I would say. It is. I mean. We're talking about motherfucking. We're talking about Fall Break. <laughs> <laughs> that name sucks. That name also, really stick sucks. around for the end of the episode. I mean, as you would anyways. But we're going to end with the um, original song Fall Ooh. Break from Fall Break, which is like the opening credits song. What a goddamn song. treat. What a treat, honestly. <laughs> So anyway, Fall Break, a.k.a. The Mutilator, but really pretty much The Mutilator, directed by Buddy Cooper. Not B.D. Cooper, but maybe. Actually. Oh, that'd be fun. Maybe, he, actually. He jumped out of the plane and then Buddy Cooper directed Cooper. this. Buddy, this was, you know, you know this, this is a Blade Job news breaking news. What if, like, what, he only directed one movie. He did. What if B.D. Cooper just, like... Well, the budget was a million dollars, and D.B. Cooper made out with, like, ten times that, yeah. so... What if D.B. Cooper just kind of, like, lived out his dreams? Like, he was like, I'm going to, like, make a movie. Uh, I'm going to... Police, if you can go ahead and, re- and look into Buddy Cooper, you yeah. might... Uh, he d- he just showed case. up at so- some horror con last year and made, like, a vignette for it. That was his, like, last film credit. You know what? You know what? We'll do it right here. Breaking news. Buddy Cooper is actually D.B. Cooper. Yep, when you he heard it here first. Wow. There you go. Mystery solved, people. Written and directed. Also co-directed by John Douglas. I this fucking guy is. John Douglas. Uh, oh, but hold on. Please stand by. Okay. Please stand by. He did special effects on The Abyss. James Cameron's The Abyss. Wow. He was technician. Steve Johnson's XVFX Incorporated for The Abyss. So. Yeah, and we good should movie. Say- I like that movie. I like James Cameron. You? I it like I like James Cameron. I, I'm a sucker for James Cameron. I, you know, I've got Titanic, the Blu-ray special I, yeah. here. What am I all to, in my top three of all time? I, Steve, so. we, yeah, we know, we know, we know your love for Titanic. <laughs> I've only seen tape one. I'll fucking sc- well, I haven't no. seen. I haven't oh, seen believe Titanic. me, I wore that tape out during seen, the nude scene. I haven't seen more than tape one. When I was a kid, I fucking wore that tape out with that nude scene. Trust me on that one. I, yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me or. <laughs> Oh no, I I wore it out, buddy. Anyway, but speaking of this movie, so literally everybody in this movie only w- was in this movie, pretty much. So I wonder what that means. You think they were like friends? You know, like, I don't know. They, they have to have been. You there know? is a big name, kind of, in the horror community, and that is Mark uh, Showstrom um, of Evil Dead Two fame. He did the FX for this movie, makeup cool. effects, and he um. He outdone himself. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get into that for a yeah, minute here, but, but the, yeah, um, true horror nerds. Yeah, Mark uh, Showstrom. You you'll know the name. Yeah, so, he had quite a few credits. The Mutilator was made in 1984, so it was, it was up against Amadeus at the Oscars. And I don't Honestly, think it did very well. Honestly, you know, it. I'm not going to say this is better than Amadeus, but <laughs> it moves a lot faster. According to the critics, there are very few movies better than than Amadeus, which I need to fucking see. Yeah, you it's should. Long. Steve, it's a even long I movie. have seen it. I, yeah, I've seen crazy. it. I have the soundtrack. It's just on vinyl. really, really. It's just kind of like it's kind of just like a you know Mozart's sure. uh, greatest hits. It's two, well, two hours and forty minutes. I can I can do that. I yeah, like long movies. Steve, you could sit Jesus. through Midsummer. You can sit through fucking Amadeus, dude. If I can sit through fucking, if I can sit through audition, audition then yes. I can I can sit through anything. Yes, that's All true. Right. Maybe tomorrow. While after maybe maybe I don't know. It's a very week. cozy movie. I'll watch it this week. Is it streaming anywhere? Vamp, vamp for a minute while I can figure this out. It might out. be on Netflix, actually. Actually, I think, it might be on Netflix. I think I've seen it on Netflix. I'll tell you what, though. When I was living in Atlanta, at the... Uh, oh, fuck, what's it called? The Landmark Theater, Midtown mid, mid Midtown Theater there, uh, they had it on 35mm film. They were doing Ooh, it, and I, I couldn't make it. I wanted to do it so fuck. I'm sorry, it wasn't on my day. So it was, uh, it was Stanley Kubrick's Barry Lyndon. Oh, very which, similar, though. I think same period. That like, uh, yes, it is. That like 18th century. I've seen a bit of um, of uh, Berlin. I, I don't I mean, know when I, I Amadeus could, actually was. Was it the 1700s? It was. So yeah, 18th century. I could go on and on about Kubrick's career. I mean, I'm not going to do that. But the point is, Amadeus is in fact streaming on. Please load 
nothing. Okay, well, I'll rent it. I don't fucking care. I'll rent okay. it. It's worth your time, Steve. It's like one I of the... I know. It's a blind spot. I, I have a huge blind spot for a lot of these classics. It's my own fault. I like to... Uh, you know what? I will admit it right here, right now on Blade Job. I like Whoa. researching movies more than I like watching the classics. Oh, True my story. God. The confession comes I've never out. said that out loud before in my entire wow. life until right now, so... Okay. Anyway. This is, this is like a therapy session. This is... We're, we're, we're getting to the core of some of Steve's... Uh, film film love hate of of actually watching film <laughs> well one day i'll do a film podcast i don't and this I don't, is a film podcast i mean like i mean like a, you know like a film like a oh, film okay. podcast but i'm that's never gonna happen so okay. i'm saying it out loud anyway the mutilator 1984 up against amadeus the uh um the macintosh computer was it was you know revealed with that Steve great Jobs was a busy bee this year with that great advertisement from uh fucking ridley scott where they where they had the big 1984 face and they the runner throws the hammer at it anyway yeah, ridley scott was on fire at this time he was so anyway i will now read the imdb <laughs> uh plot summary as i am one to do uh, a group of teenagers decide to take a vacation at the beach house of one of their fathers. The kid whose father owns the house just happened to accidentally kill his mother when he was a child. Yeah, we'll get into some of these kills because they are... When they get to the house, the father has mysteriously disappeared. Hmm. <laughs> that was a shitty uh, uh, recap written by Josh That's Pasnack. the way. That's it? Yes. But, well, that was the second one. Here's the first one. A teenager who accidentally committed matricide... Finds oh. himself being hunted together with his girlfriend and mates by his now crazed father. That's yeah, I guess that makes sense. That kind of spoils it though it that you really know that it's his father. Does. It really does. That's kind of was like the big uh, reveal at the end. Well, there you go. Or maybe it wasn't really much of a spoiler. We just thought it was. We weren't paying attention. That's also very. Popular. I feel like it was intended to be like a. <gasps> but it, it was really yeah. You could have figured it out. I was fucking fooled as hell. Uh, anyway, so let's talk about some kills yeah. because that's really what anyone listening to this podcast cares oh, before about. we talk about that though, i do i did want to ask i'm glad because i didn't take a drink of my beer yeah, it's about beer oh hell speaking yeah. of beer and how much shit you give me about beer mm-hmm. how offended were you that this whole movie like the beer of choice was natty light <laughs> i wasn't offended because that is exactly what these kind of because you know the whole <laughs> you know the whole micro brew craze is really kind of recent in history that's true. well so, i was just at the same adams brewery they've been doing it since 84 they've been doing craft beer all right well the point is it's not i mean the point is i'm not shocked to see a bunch of natty ice being drinking by a bunch of natty light come on they were what i say natty ice whatever jesus what the hell's the difference i don't know there is some difference natty ice i think only comes in like 24 ounces i'm not proud to be like this snobby beer guy that i am because i always thought that was like a really dumb thing to do yep so but here we i'm admitting right now yeah i'm admitting that a lot of admissions Show today. And, and again, this, none of this is new though for this podcast. I've That's always been true. Trying, you know, this is not new, but I'm the blue collar factory worker of this of this <laughs> podcast, and you are the, the you are my my, my manager. I'm now a marketing director. So yeah, I, you, I yeah, to... you're like a millennial, and I'm like the, the right. tooth and nail baby boomer of this show. <laughs> I see we both have tank tops on. Yeah, Very nice. Right, I'm wearing a Stone I'm Cold sh- Stone I'm, Cold Steve Carly tank top. I'm showing more uh more chest hair. Speaking of chest hair. Um, yes, let's, well, yes, listen to some of these characters. We have, uh, like we said, we have Ed Jr., who is the main douche of the movie. Um, his, uh, his girlfriend, Pam, uh, she kind of looked like, uh, uh, Carrie Fisher. I am, uh, one more, uh, quick admission. I am terrible at the names of characters for these movies. I, I don't remember all of them. I, I don't remember, remember those two because I'm about to start making up names now. That's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, we have their friend. Oh, no, I do. Ralph was the other friend. He okay. was the one with yep. the red hair, the goofball of the troop, He looks like the kind of guy who would be a nerd in, like, a John yeah. Hughes 80s movie, but he wasn't. He was a cool guy. I respect and that. And then, do we want to, do you, do you want to introduce his girlfriend? His girlfriend, played by Connie Rogers, a.k.a. Steve's cutie of yes. the week. Yes. We don't know her real name in the movie, but we'll call her Connie. I don't remember her name at all. Her her real name is Connie Rogers. Uh, Go ahead and look her up. Don't bother because she's in one movie, this movie. And then um, we have... uh, I'm not done talking about Connie yet. Listen, she's very attractive, beautiful girl. Um, She wears a nightgown. I was a big fan of that one. All right, now you can talk about the other one. Okay. We have uh, Eric's cutie. 
Um, I don't remember what her name. Oh, well, you had a name for her, Steve. Well, she she was uh, she was <laughs> Stacy Big Nips. Yeah, she was my cutie. You um, could I definitely she... say you see her topless in this movie. Has yep, the name? You can say you you can say that you've seen her topless, and she didn't do a movie after this either. Shocking. Yeah. Um, and then we have her stud of a boyfriend, one Rick Flair wannabe, aka Johnny Hardbody. Yes. Um, and he is probably he is he. He's up there as one of the dumbest characters we've had in a movie. Definitely and one, one of the, the worst, worst actors. actors. Yeah. But it's I mean, you of course don't expect good acting with these movies. He kind of boy, looks like howdy. Ric Flair. He kind of talks like a dumb Bill Clinton with a really thick accent too, man. <laughs> and he's just like he's just such a dumb idiot. I don't really know. He really bumbled onto set that day and they were like, "Can you read these lines?" He's like, yeah. "I can kind of read close enough." So, um one other thing too i want if anybody else has seen this movie um i want to get this out there at one point in the movie they kind of play this game with the lights out oh yeah what the fuck what was it called they named they they, they had a name I, for it i don't know it wasn't ghost in a graveyard we've all played that it was like they were playing ghost in the graveyard with like the lights on and their eyes open and they were like walking around the house like feeling walls and I'm telling you, light before social media. We'll get into what the hell it. We're, 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 maybe we'll cover it more when we get get through chronologically. I'm like fucking like falling asleep while doing this. And Don't like, do that. My mouth is like not going as fast as my brain. It's a long um, drive home after this. But uh, Eric lives four hours away from me. I'm kidding, it just feels <laughs> like that. Um, let's get into the gore, shall yeah, we? Because that's that, that'll, that'll wake you up. <laughs> that'll wake you up, man. So the movie starts right off with a, uh, you know, this this is a timely movie too because it's a gun accident. But wait, Eric, did you you didn't mention the opening credits or the opening or anything? What were the opening credits? There weren't any. Oh, that yeah. was the joke. It just yeah, it came right into. <laughs> well, because I hit play on the on for in, on Shutter, which you can watch this movie on Shutter. It just came right in, and I was like, "Are we? Is it? Is that yeah. it? Is this even the right movie?" And then it didn't. We didn't even get the title card until like. Fifteen minutes after, and it wasn't even the title that we know. It wasn't the title that we thought. <laughs> like, first of all, we yeah. we here at Blade Jab are no strangers to movies, to horror movies that have a billion, oh two God. billion names. But we were that was a, that threw me off. That threw me for a loop for a little bit. That's like what did we cover? Have we um remember Dead Kids or Strange Behavior, aka Dead Kids? Yeah, we have to eventually cover some of the we well we did demons, but like we, we should cover like uh when we get, we'll cover like zombie or something at some point, or we'll cover. You know, or should I say Zombie 2, or should I say, uh, yes. um, like, We Eat Your Flesh. Like, there's literally so many titles. Or, like, uh, Cemetery Man, a million titles. All those, like, Fallucci movies have, like, a million titles. And I recently saw on Joe Bob, mm-hmm. he explained why that was. Why? It's When we cover Zombie 2, I'll explain it. But it's essentially, well, I know like... this one was, like, marketing, right? I mean... It's marketing, yeah, it's, it's recuts, it's, like... Essentially, different Italian theaters would just make their own title for this movie. Huh. So, like, the Italian theaters, like, just didn't talk. And, yeah. They went rogue. Interesting. Yeah, so, well, I guess I would make... Well, that doesn't really make sense, but whatever. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this movie, this it starts off with a um, a mother, very lovely, just, you know, 80s mother, making a who birthday actually, cake. Who actually agreed to act in the movie that day because the, the, the other person, the original mother, according to IMDb... Uh, had to bow out due to religious reasons. Ooh, look at you breaking out the trivia, Steve. I remembered it. You should just—you shouldn't credit IMDb. You should just credit that you like read a book on it and just be. Like, oh, are you suggesting that I just steal the content? <laughs> no, I'm just saying implying? like I should steal the content. You, sh- you could just, just plagiarize. Oh, God damn it! I'll do it. Well, she gets shot in the back by her son. <laughs> she has to get shot. She gets blown the fuck apart. It, like it back, starts dude. off pretty gory, because like usually it, it, gunshot violence in these types of movies are pretty tame. It, it it looked like a Tarantino gunshot. Yeah, to bring it right back to him. Yeah, it like a like that a like a hateful eight, just like Ex- well, yeah, like blow, that or like, like a, Django. It, yeah, it was like a just like a you know a hunting rifle. It, it looks like goopy. she got like shot with a fucking shotgun. Like her back blew up. It was goopy. It was goopy blood. Yeah. It, was, it was very nice. So that's what we're getting at. Was that so it was the like, sudden blade job approved gunshot wound? Definitely, and that's you know that's like a special badge for a blade job movie like. Most gunshots are not that gory, so right. kudos to um, Mr. Uh, show, uh, sh- show, sh- I've already forgot his Showstrom. 
Yeah, Showstrom, yes. Kind of like Victor Seastrom, the yes. silent Danish director, Swedish director. But, you know, this is why parents keep your guns locked up. They, your kids could shoot you. I'll like take young it one Ed further. Jr. I'll take it one further. You don't really need a lot of them. Yeah, you, you don't, don't need, more need than that one. many guns. You don't need more than one. Uh, to me, you can have a handgun. And you don't really need anything more than that. Like an AR-15, what the fuck are you doing, If man? you're a hunter, you need, like, one rifle. Yeah. Keep it locked away. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. He, he shoots his mother. The father comes home. He's so, dis- hold on. If I can interrupt you. What was the... what? So, he was shooting at, like, a ribbon on the door. He was... I thought... Yeah. He, and it went through the door. It hit his poor mother in the back. Wrong yeah. place, wrong time. Was he just trying to shoot the ribbon for whatever reason? I think was he it was just playing with a gun, which I think happens. And kids shoot oh, themselves often, or man. their friends and parents. Them, themselves? Yeah, very I'm sure, frequently. I'm sure there's gun deaths where children sh- accidentally shoot themselves. I, they don't that's know guaranteed. I see... Uh, you know, the world's a tragic place, and this movie's I mean, just Jesus. trying to bring the harsh realities to the forefront. Yeah. Th- this movie really is holding a mirror up to society yeah. and saying, this is what you are looking like. Yeah. This is like, this We're, is, this uh, what's, smarter this, than this you is think Buddy, is. what's his name? Buddy Cooper? Buddy Cooper. This like, is Buddy like BD Cooper's, Cooper. Uh, yeah. He can't keep getting away with this. B.D. Cooper, he is just shining a mirror at society saying, Mr. Heston, our guns, I know you love them, but we need to stop. God bless. So, um, kid shoots his mom. Father comes home. Has a really weird reaction to it. Yeah, he like kind of like just beats the shit out of his kid. Sits there, drinks some booze, like well, drags he, the yeah. wife's body next to him, and puts the happy birthday sign that his son made on her. Yeah, not never once ever changing his like reaction, other than yeah. just like, huh? Right. That was his reaction, huh? And then it. we, and then from there we kind of get into the title card that says "Fall Break," and we're like, "What the fuck movie?" Are we, we were watching? like, "Shutter, you fucked us up." And um, didn't happen. No, it was fine. And then we get the fun song, which I said, you know, stick tuned for the stay tuned for the end. We'll we'll hit you with some. It's like a kind of like a Kenny Loggins. It's like it, it feels like you're in like a like a Chevy Chase vacation where it's like. I see it more of like a, like an '80s sitcom, like a Family Matters. Yeah, it's also kind of like a. Fam, uh, full house kind of slap bassy, um, slap kind of like bassy, pop yeah. rock. Not very good, but you know I appreciate. We've, we've had a few movies, but we've had original songs for the movies. It's just Remember it, the it's, song, um, fucking street trash, the fucking end song. Where oh like, yes, fuck you, buddy. I will never forget that movie. Period. That was a great. You, if, if if you're a new listener, go listen to the street trash episode. Yes, that that episode's kind of like that was the best movie we've ever. It's watched kind of like podcast. dipping. Like we have like we have a spike in listenings, like listenership, but street trash kind of like is not getting like the love it deserves. I think we have what forty thousand listens an episode. That's not, that's not at all true, but I'll lie yeah. about that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we have is however much money BD Cooper stole. That's about what we're averaging an episode don't put us with him people <laughs> you know people should be focusing on buddy cooper bd cooper come on the show we'd love to talk to you yeah come on a high i mean buddy cooper <laughs> same same thing same difference. but um but no then like kind of so we kind of get into this whole like college frat you know we're going on fall break whatever it's then we get into our next gory scene which had some balls it's the dream sequence. Oh yeah, what the of fuck? of Ed that was, Senior. That was the next gore shot. That That's was what it? I have on my list. That yeah. was before. Oh, I guess. Well, we ca- okay. So we kind of have them. They go to the lake house. We have all of the fucking red herrings. We have all of the the Ed Junior is pretty much showing us every murder weapon that's gonna pop up in this movie. What did it's you call like it, Steve? Chekhov's gun. It's very common storytelling. Yes, trope. Trope um, mechanic. This is this is like Chekhov's gun cabinet. Yeah, so he's just showing us all of the weapons that will mutilate his friends later, um, and then we have this weird dream sequence where we see uh, the mutilator Ed Senior, if you will, under the house. He's passed out under the house. It's where he sleeps, you know. And he's uh, he has a dream where he takes said gun that killed his wife, and what does he do with it, Steve? He blows his son's head clean away. Like, literally shoots a child he on camera. shoots a child on camera. This uh, is like, for our pleasure, really. How many films do this? Not enough. Like, I know Carpenter did it in um, 
Assault on pre- Precinct 13. Really? And he got a lot the, of flack uh, for that. When really? they, I, he literally just pulls a gun out well, they and just do it shoots a girl Bad. in the head. They do it in a great Breaking Bad scene. Yeah. So to see children shot on camera is pretty intense. I love it. And then he's not done. No, no. He slashes, that, he slashes the little fucker's throat. Like he, he, dead he corpse's that, throat. He hits that rewind button, goes back, and then yeah. decides. Oh, you know what would be even cooler than shooting him would be slitting his throat with an axe. <laughs> So he's having pretty macabre dreams under that house. And, like, the camera loves to linger on this child's blood spurting from his neck. Yeah. For, again, for our pleasure. Maybe this is why Buddy Cooper didn't make any more movies. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> Career suicide. Child death this in the, the first, too. like, half hour or so. This, this, was, I guess, this was after, like, Last House on the Left and I Spit in Your Grave, so... Yeah, but that wasn't. I mean, they, yeah, those were shocking, but still, those, child those death, were all rape child, shocking. Like, people can handle rape, Steve. They yeah. cannot handle child death. Yeah, it's true. So, what a, what, a, what a weak society we are, am I right? Yes. So, no, after uh, there we kind of get into just some, you know, college shenanigans. We see, um, what's it, what's it called? Hardbody, uh, Johnny, jo- Johnny Hardbody. With literally zero body fat. I really cannot stress this enough. Yeah. Picture a guy with no body fat. Wrong. He's, he has way less body fat than that. Turned off. What is happening? My computer turned. Mike turns itself off. We, I'm back. This happened last episode. Sorry for last episode, folks. My mic turns itself off occasionally, I'm not like sorry. that. Sorry, it was all about me. But um, I'm back. But um, yeah. Johnny Hardbody, Stacy Big Nips, go for a swim. And uh, uh, which, if I, if I can, inter- if I can interject with another trivia fact, they had to put milk in the water to make it uh, more cloudy. Which, honestly, if you ever see rain in like a in like a TV show or movie. In order to even get the rain to show on camera, a yeah. lot of times they'll put milk in the rain in the in the, in the water. That's a um, good trick. That has been a a filmic uh, mechanic for decades. You like milk? I like lactose free milk. Okay. For my cereal, I don't ever drink it though. I used to, of course, growing up a million times. But at one point, my body was like, you know what? All that milk you drank, you don't get to do that anymore. Okay, that's uh, good. So I do lactose free milk with my cereal. So. That's great. Um, I, fun, fun side story. I was okay. with. Uh, I was with. I didn't mean for this to go into a whole milk page. I was at uh, Golden Corral with with friend of the show Devin Green as we as we are one to do unfortunately, and there was a really big guy there drinking milk with his with his meal, and I thought that was really disgusting. Yeah, I don't know if I would trust their milk. And uh, that's the whole story. Okay, great meal. Love Golden Corral. Unfortunately, well, um, Stacy and Johnny, Stacy Big Nips and Johnny Hardbody, um, they're taking a swim. They're naked. They sure are. And funny enough, who else gets naked but the killer of the movie? I respect the hustle really trying to get in. You know, go big or go home, I guess. He gets naked. You kind of just see, like, Stacy gets pulled under the water. Very Jaws-like. You're assuming it's the killer. It is the killer. But then you see him climb out of the pool. With Stacy like kind of on his back, mm-hmm. and you see his just like naked ass, his naked legs. Hey man! So he took all of his clothes off. You've been skinny dipping. It's liberating, man. It's refreshing. I, it's I kind great. of just the thing was I wish he would have just stayed naked the rest of the movie. That How much been, more? He clearly doesn't care. What people think about him if he's murdering tweens left and right. So yeah, I mean, can you imagine the tone the movie would have taken if not only we find out that it's Ed's dad at the end, but Ed also sees his dad's dick. That would be the. That would probably be. I think he would welcome his own demise if that were to happen, <laughs> especially if it was bigger than his, right? Yeah, that would so, ruin my life. This is where we get into kind of our first uh, big kills. Um, really, Stacy doesn't have much of a huge. I mean, she's kind of like the. You know what? I will say that those two are the protagonists of this story. Really? Only because? Well, I guess because they they're survive. the most innocent. They're the most innocent. They're the ones who. You know, end up surviving at the end. Spoiler. No, 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 not Stacy Big Nips. Oh, I'm and sorry. We're talking about how they die. <laughs> that explains your confusion. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Correct. No, you're thinking of Ed Jr. and uh, Pam. Correct. Yeah. Pam Beasley. But no, Stacy doesn't really, you know, she doesn't really get a gory scene here, but um, Rick, Rick Flair, Rick F- oh, slash man. Johnny. That was probably my favorite death of the movie. He gets the. Um, he gets he's, 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 he's kind of following like the the clothing trail of Stacy Bignips because it's like left little, by the killer. left by the killer. But he and thinks senior. he's gonna get a little 
tug or something. Get a little clam bake. But <laughs> that's fucking horrible. Yeah. Well, this takes place in New England, I think, so it's timely. Fair enough. It's, a, it's fair. Right. I well, no longer regret saying. I'm that. not going to edit it. out. I'm not that good of an editor, so I'm, I don't know how to edit that. You out. should never edit out what we say here. No. Is is all I, 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 I edited out that like phone call you took once. Oh yeah. That was the time I edited something out. That was a fucking awful phone call too. That was funny. Um, but he's like in the boathouse. He opens the door. Also, he gets spooked by the same pair of waiters like twice. This is, this is how dumb and gullible this character is. <laughs> to be fair, I think I would do the same thing, honestly. And he opens the door, and there's the mutilator with a fucking, like... It's a table saw. No, it's like an outboard engine, like propeller motor. No, I thought it was a table saw. No, it's like a motor for like a little motorboat. What, really? Yeah. Oh. I got that way wrong. He's lifting it up like a saw, like a saw. Okay, but it's like a like a propeller motor. That's basically what a saw is. Okay, but it's not. (laughs) Saws are for cutting. Motors are for propelling boats. Okay, fair enough. You got me there. Can't argue with that one. But he like slashes him with it a few times. A few times. This dude's fucking chopped up, baby. It's like a fucking it's some it's, up it's some good gore really <laughs> it's good really gore. good i mean yeah, real talk like it is a fantastic special yeah. of, you know we knew we were in for a real treat when effects. we saw that well i mean his his uh, you know uh, uh, even in death his acting is unparalleled oh, way, him, him going down literally is fucking atrocious but the actual yeah. gore itself is very fantastic yeah he's no rick flair he, he could not sell like rick flair sells no jesus <laughs> he's awful man he's he's, 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 a, he's a hunky guy which is why he's yeah you know, he he thinks he's the next. He has that blonde hair, and he has those like dark eyebrows. He thinks he, he thinks he's the next like uh, Oscar Isaac. You know, like that's beautiful. That's yeah. a beautiful man. Yeah. You want to know who my number one celebrity male crush is? Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, a man that I actually share a birthday with who was born ten years before me, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I thought was, I thought you were gonna say um, the guy from the Mummy, Brendan Fraser. Is that his name? Oh, you mean the new mommy? The fucking Tom Cruise? No, the, the Brendan Fraser. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it was I Brendan I thought you Fraser. shared a birthday with him. Or is that Ryan, maybe? maybe. It's, it must be Ryan. I okay. shared a birthday with maybe Alyssa was, Milano. Alyssa Milano was going to drink on her birthday. I shared a birthday with Clint Eastwood. Really? Yep. See, he will not. You know what? I'm going to say it. Clint Eastwood will not live to see 2021. I, it, listen, I'm sorry. It's a fact. You're bold prediction. It's a fact. Listen, dude. He's 88 years old as of this recording, I believe. Okay. He's still kicking, though, man. He's still yeah. kicking. Yeah, he Give credit where he's due, man. You know, he's a very efficient filmmaker. He always uses one take. You're going on tangents tonight, brother. He uses one take, and he always never never, never passes the production budget. His shoots are very quick because of that. Mad respect. He's good. He's, he's a, a good politics, filmmaker. He's a good so filmmaker. He's been doing it a long time. He's been a long time. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, Johnny chops a lot, for sure. Yep, he gets cut up. Um, and, dice. and then we see the dead Stacy nipple body and right. puts his, the, the killer puts her head right through like a spike. Yeah. Thing. It, it, what I imagine is like a weird eighties coat hanger. If I had to say what those spikes were really meant for. Yeah. But I could be way off, but I'm just going to settle for that. And then, Oh, I'm, I'm like way off the mic. So then from there, you know, it, it's pretty much slasher movie. Rest of the people are like, let's go find our friends. Let's let's go look for them. Yeah, I mean, they run into a, a cop. If you've seen a slasher movie, you've seen a lot of this movie, which is fine. It's yeah. obviously great. The cop death, though, I'm just gonna go through all the deaths now. Go for it. Cop death, I think my favorite death. The wood plank through the face, like a two by four. Was oh it, hell yeah! That's like, great. I don't know what it like how. That even is like it's like a blunt object. So to <laughs> kind of um, paint this picture, paint the picture, picture the end of a two by four. So the shorter end goes right into his cheek, but like deep into it to the point where he can like let go of it and it'll like support itself by like, yeah. digging in there. And um, I, you know, this movie does a lot of things right, but the death. I'm, I'm going to say because as is a gamer term, the death animations. The that when. When someone is in the middle of dying, it's fucking horrible the way they do it. Anyway, yeah. but you know, regardless of that, the he gets decapitated too. He does, yeah, he, yeah, he, boy, howdy, and that is what Ben Moore, a special guest appearance special guest by appearance. Ben Moore. I don't know who uh, he is, just, but no, just legendary uh, character. Yeah, actor I, ben mean, Moore. I, I mean, I mean, who knows? But uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised honestly if he was a legendary character actor. 
the point is he doesn't he's not in the movie very long he tells the kids no. what are you doing out here there's like you gotta he's get like off the, the beach. beach he's like a beach cop he's a beach cop he's like ah you gotta get out it's late it's it's nighttime and you teenagers trying to fuck in the beach or whatever um and then he pretty much you know he he gets his pretty soon after that um it is one of those it is funny when you see a a, a person who like goes to his normal routine yeah and then you know dies what? and it's what ben moore yeah um in late on me a very you know early early blade job movie 2000 maniacs one of the first splatter movies ever he was in it oh i thought it was a movie that we, we've touched no on. we haven't covered it oh god but okay. it's a famous um herschel gordon lewis you know kind of the godfather of, of the course. gore genre so of course you know it's, it makes sense that and that was his first movie and his last movie was the mutilator and um he passed away i don't know if he passed away. Well. I don't see God any birthday. Him. How do you find their birthdays and stuff on IMDb? Sometimes it's not on there. Okay. Well, it really depends I don't on how, how worth it the is. Picture is the picture is. His IMDb picture is him in the movie. It's him as the beach cop. So. All right. I would say special guest appearance by. It checks out. Truly That's man. all I'm trying to say. Yeah, fair is enough. It truly checks out. Listen man. Fair enough. Um, But yeah. He gets his head cut off. Uh, Swiftly after getting yeah. his, the two by four lodged in his cheekbone, then we have mm-hmm. Ralph, um, aka Steve's biggest enemy, because he is trying to pork Steve's cutie Connie. Ruins my day. Um, man. He goes out to look for. He can't keep getting away with this. Stacy and Ric Flair look alike, and he gets a little throwback kill to a buddy of ours, Mister One Prowler, from an earlier episode with the pitchfork through the neck. That's right. I, I, and, I like to think of it as an homage for us. Yeah. It's kind of like a callback for us, you know. The Prowler, I don't know. Uh, I believe that came up before this, too. I'm not 100% What, the Prowler? Sure. I think that was like 80, wasn't it? I think it? it was 80. It was yeah. one of those early, early slashers. Savant, yeah. Savini Great. That's right. It was Savini Great, yeah. And then, do we want to get into it, Steve? This is a hard one for you. We get into the Connie death. To be fair, it was a crazy death. This might, I mean, I know the, the cop one was maybe my favorite. I, this, this is another part where this movie did not hold back. No. With this following that was, death. That was genuinely shocking, her death. Yeah, please, Steve. It, it, Go it, on. It made it worth it because even though she was my, uh, my muse, my flame. Um, yeah. So, to, okay, let's, let's dive into this one because I've literally never seen this before in my life. So, the <laughs> aforementioned, right off the bat, the aforementioned hook is used here. Yes. Now, it's maybe this says a lot about you and not me, but what do you first think of when you think about a hook being used on somebody? I, I personally think of the, like, the most infamous maybe hook scene in a movie like this would be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where they just sure. hook them on the back. Okay, well, I was hoping that you wouldn't answer that so the listener could think about being used up the vagina. Yes. We if, haven't if, had if, this if your much... answer If your answer was that, congratulations, you are officially a friend of the show. We haven't had this much uh, genital mutilation since way back in the day with The Other Hell. Remember no, that genital no, mutilation no. with the vagina rip out? Yeah, but no. What was it? What was the one with, with, with the parasite in the guy's head? Oh, remember that um, one? Brain, da- brain damage. Brain damage. Isn't that the one where the dude like cut off his own dick oh, or something? That was the one with the 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 um the the blowjob. Yeah, yeah. That was. A, but that was other hell, we had v- vagina tearing up, tearing right. out. So Female, yeah. This is like a little homage to that too. This is this is kind of like a blade job greatest hits movie. <laughs> really, yeah. This really Pitchfork. is. Like a, this, this really is. A, it's, it's essentially a clip show for our podcast. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, really, what more is there to say? He puts her up on on a like a you know you. Uses uses the uh, the the axe to wipe off the table, if you will, mm-hmm. to knock everything off. Kind of like we would do before sex, you know, the passionate <laughs> knock off everything off the table. This is, this um, is like you are the hook. Yeah, and this is this is not quite. This uh, is what you you were you you were kind of vicariously like. This is not really. This is not as romantic as that. But I mean, that's pretty much it. You take the hook. You basically just shove it uh, up, up in there, to the point where it comes kind of almost like an alien like coming through, through the, the pelvis alien coming through the guy's stomach and alien yeah. but kind of more down um yeah it was very a, very brutal kill <laughs> but to be fair fantastic of uh, makeup effects fantastic yes the it, looked, it looked very it looked, it looked brutal very good um i think this is like 
there's still a few more um, kills to come, but I think this is one of like the best effects we've covered in a movie. It was definitely the most shocking. It was yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and of course it hurt me greatly to watch that happen to my girl, but yeah, I'm sorry that you had to it, see it's, her. It's my fault for being a atta- growing attached to a gorgeous female character <laughs> to, a, to a, to a scream queen in a horror to movie. A scream queen in a, in a classic 80s slasher. It's my own yeah. fault. Well, you know what? I, no regrets though. No regrets. Um, and then from there, now. we're kind of wrapping it up. You know, it's kind of, we're doing the Scooby-Doo chasing. Um, I was kind of surprised. This is kind of like a subtle scene, but, um, at one point the mutilator gets, a an, a cigarette lighter to the hand and that was Uh, a good melt effect. It was, it was good. I've done that before with a cigarette lighter. I, yeah, I, I, I burned it and then I looked into it and I was like, Hmm, what if I touch this glowing metal part? Yeah. And it hurt like a bitch. And that was like seven. Uh, it wasn't recent, but it wasn't that unrecent. (laughs) So let's just say that. So you were an adult. Not an adult, but I was coming up to an adult. Okay. I was not. I was probably older than these people were in these movies. So, <laughs> okay. okay, great. Let's just say that. And then that I do regret. We have our our uh, our big finale. That's right. We have the the mutilator. He's on the car. He's on a car. He's trying to stab at Pam and Ed Junior. Well, uh, this is after, of course, the fake out. They fucking get him. You know, they stab him. Oh, yeah. So this is after the... Yeah, they got him. They stabbed him. They, he's 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 not doing good. He's not doing well. He's not doing well. So he's, the, he's, the this, he's on the car. Thing. Pam is driving. She's freaking out. Ed, I think, has been stabbed at this point as well. He's kind of bleeding out. He's kind of incapacitated a bit. And she backs the car up with the mutilator just kind of hanging on the back right into like a... Uh, like a cinder block wall. I'm going to call a retention wall for yeah. the water made of stone. And um, it cuts that motherfucker right in half. Yeah, which I feel like we've seen before in movies, but it was, again. It felt good. It felt good. It, felt, it, looked, it looked good. good. It turned me on. It was very much like, um, it was, it, it reminds me of Ghost Ship. Like the, like the cutting in half of this movie is better than the special effects yeah. in Ghost Ship. Like, it's like you see him, you see, like, his torso fall, and you can see all that, like, guts in the torso kind of look. The giblets. And you see him fall down, too. Doesn't he cut the cop's leg off? So the cop comes up to him. Yeah, a cop cop is now involved in this, too. He's racing to there. (laughs) Sure, yeah. This is not the cop who got his head cut off previously. Not a beach cop, an actual cop. (laughs) With all due respect to the beach cops With an actual gun. Not just a flashlight and a baton. who, Who can actually do something in life. With in terms of his job, anyway, before I before I get ostracized by the by the beach cop community, um, but yeah, he goes up and then the top half Ed Senior, ah, surprise, grabs him by the feet, cuts his leg off yeah. with the axe. She still holds onto the axe. Cause you know if if you're good at something, never do it for free. Joking. I like how he has the Joking. battle axe. Like he has all these weird kind of fishing. Where does he get the axe kind from? Of... The axe that, that that is like a, like a like a that is a high octane weapon. It's all like fishing themed like kind the of weapons. Of axes. And then he has an axe. Yeah, <laughs> like a fucking medieval axe. I like it. Which is fun. I mean, truly, it gets its use, right? Yeah. So, um, and then we kind of just wrap on that. Like we get Pam, Pam is traumatized. She's like in the mental hospital, which at the I think end. is bullshit because, uh, this dude had to kill his own dad. Yeah. But she's like, um, oh, having PTSD. I'm so shaken up to be, to be fair that at one point they did open up the closet that was filled with all their friends and loved they did ones. see all their, yeah, all their friends oh, were kind of mounted on this wall. The death con, the death, uh, yeah. death, uh, closet. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. That would fuck you up. That would that would change a person for sure. Uh, yeah, I would think so. But um, yeah. So that, that she was kind of traumatized. She has the whole uh, not talking. Like she's just like all like too too messed up to too. She's rid- on. riddled with PTSD. Riddled yeah. with it. And that's kind of how the movie ends. <laughs> I mean, literally, she just there's that there's a shot that I think the director thought was a lot cooler than it actually is of like him in front of the window. Yeah. Arm hand resting on her shoulder. Kind of like a, we're gonna be okay, looking out the horizon. Yeah. Only it doesn't look nearly that cool. And then anyway. it does the whole kind of like predator ending, where it just does like the happy music, and you see everybody kind of doing like little, uh, little kind I of behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't the think cast. I don't think they were like outtakes per se, but it was no. close enough to that. It wasn't like bloopers, but you kind yeah. of see everybody. Um, and it's a, 
this shit's fucking blade job approved. Hundred percent. I mean, you can assume that if the movie's like on, if well, we're covering it. We're only approved, covering the heavy hitters now. Yeah, but, but like, this one we did, neither of us had seen. Right. And we've we've kind of been the asses. Seen it. No, I remember. I thought I'd I've seen. Oh yeah. Bloodhook. Okay. Which I thought this was a, an alternate title for Bloodhook. <laughs> which is you know a fair assessment. Because I do. I mean, what are, I didn't even realize that there were two Killer Fisherman movies. Now I, I do. I wouldn't be surprised if like this is you know, if like if. This movie was like an actual. It's like, oh, it's the other hell. It's a different name, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, this is Blood Rage. Different name though. But um, yeah. approved. Uh, loved. I actually, I loved it. It was really. It fun. was good. It was, it was definitely good. Just um, went, not much of a story. Went quick. Well, it's a slasher. The, you know? the, the kills really. Uh, That's what we're here for. Got me. They got we're here me. for the kills. I was the, into them. The nudity. We're here for the the hunks, yep. the hard bodies. You know. Yep. We're here for it all, and it had it all. So. But um. I think that's yeah. gonna wrap it up, man. I mean, uh, yeah, I think the, much to say more. the last thing we need to say is, uh, as you're listening to this tomorrow, that's Troma right. Dance. Assuming that you're listening to this the day it drops, which yes. you should, which you should, which we've already been pushing this to. We'll probably push it on our Instagram. Troma Dance tomorrow, one o'clock. Curtain jerking. Ghost light. Ghost light. Um, Hamtramck, Michigan. Google it. Subscribe to the page. The good thing um, is, if you, well, if you buy, if you listen, you still have time to buy plane tickets. It's not that big of a deal. Yes. Um, DB Cooper, gonna... I'm told, will be there. I know, you know. Imagine all the places he could have been that no one knew. He could he could own Ghostlight, or he could be dead. He's probably dead. But the point is, he's probably <laughs> he could own the Ghostlight. That's the thing. The thing is, you simply <laughs> do not know, and that's the mystery of it. Like that puts in your head that he can be fucking anywhere, dude. But yeah, come out Maybe tomorrow. He killed Steve Jobs. We're gonna be starting early. Um, there's activities all day. We they have. Um, but I mean, come for us, obviously. But after us, there's the yeah, podcast don't be hour. To leave after we're um, there'll be short leave. films playing all day. Um, there'll be some, I believe, burlesque dancing later in the evening. Now, whoa, you didn't tell me this. Um, yeah, see, you're, you're probably gonna have to go and come back for some of this. Okay. Um, my goal is to not stay along after because you, you know sh- you should come back for the end though. The end, like once once the. The fun stuff starts happening. I mean, not that we're not going to be fun, but there's going to be some really, like, bands and stuff. And Well, now you mentioned Burlesque. And the Burlesque, yeah. yeah. So And we'll Burl- do the, of course, we'll do the three-hour-long Blade Job meet and greet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Um, buy us drinks, um, you know. Especially that. We'll part. sign shit if you want. I like whiskey sours and Amrata sours especially, <laughs> so. We'll sign your weird VHS tapes and your wrestling posters, even though we're not, re- yeah. If you have a pretty good condition, Bloody Apes case you might yes wanna... if you have a slip case a gorgon video slip case <laughs> wouldn't mind for kind of the bloody that. apes um I'm, please. I'm just saying that'd be a great early birthday gift for that us. would be i've actually found some people on like instagram who you can commission to do like artwork for that's tapes. great but i want like the original i do know? too steve i know but i want you to have it the would be I fun mean. to just have like a commissioned yeah, piece that'd be kind of cool you know it'd be one of a kind but um yeah come out to trauma dance it's gonna be a lot of fun um, come see us. Come I'm, see I'm the other streak. Uh, podcast. You know, I think they're okay. I don't know much about them. I mean, I think that we're the best one. Yeah, Matt, that should we go without saying? There's some good bands: Local X, Dead Daughters, Triangulations, Death Metal, Punk. We got it all. Short films, gory films. Us, um, us burlesque. What else? Do, what else do you want? There's like a open mic talent show which uh, who knows what'll be people could ooh. be like sticking spears in their there could be some shit. weirdos there who for knows our pleasure so just but really really us and burlesque we're really what more do you need yeah. i mean good so lord so come check us out maybe i'll do burlesque steve will do burlesque oh now i'm doing it for sure all right fair enough steve's doing the burlesque can't back out now um live on the show it. but yeah come check us out we don't the format's gonna be a little different than this probably um be covering just a match and uh talking about a movie but uh yeah, that'll be it. Like and subscribe on iTunes, fucking Apple yeah, Podcasts. Keep leaving reviews. We've been getting some reviews lately. They're all stellar. We appreciate all you boys Four and reviews. girls. We are fucking five star podcast. Yeah. So keep it up. Um, we got some exciting stuff coming once October comes. That's right. Um, we have some spooky episodes. Looking to have some more guests, perhaps. We'll um, get friend of the show, uh, Dan Allen. Friend of the show, Devin Green. Yeah. We'll get some hosts, some hosts with the most here. Well, we're, yeah. we're going to be the, with the most, but they'll yeah. be the, the half most. With the so sum. stay tuned. Big stuff coming. We're going to keep on keeping on. I apologize again for the mic dying last episode. Um, eh, it died a little bit this episode too. I need we we still need a better mic, and we're probably going to buy one because we know yeah. we're getting big league now. 
That's right. Big, too big for our britches here. So, all right. Enjoy this beautiful rendition of Fall Break <laughs> that is about to play. And we love you guys. Football games bring a hint of the cold time to get away. We'll pack the car with escape in mind. Forgetting out classes, leaving books behind. Time to get away. Empty cottage sit on the shore. Taurus all left about a month before, and we're gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, ball break. walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweet soul there. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. Break, wanna break, wanna break right into your heart. 